This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. It's a show. This is episode number 429 and I'm glad for everybody to be here. Um, If you're new, welcome. It's a show where uh, your buddy X here, the host, uh, has a a person or two along with him and we talk about current events or something that just really crawled up my butt for the week. So uh, that's not this week. We actually have some uh, topics that I want to talk about, mainly just a carry on because we talked about Tim Ballard a couple of weeks ago. Because there, this whole story from Vice was just starting to pop up where he uh, he's, he was, like, excommunicated from the LDS church. And they're, like, came... Usually the LDS church doesn't come out and, like, against a person altogether. Just, like, one person with, like, a fucking newsletter release. Usually they don't do that. It's usually gone through, like, the local level kind of shit. No, this made it from fucking headquarters. And like I was thinking, it is because he was using a uh, one of the quorum of the the twelve fucking apostle guys, using his name for like making money. So, yeah, that. yeah, we'll we'll get to that here in a bit. So, uh, joining me this week, we have Nathaniel. And uh, are have you been up to anything, man? You said you were going to start doing the show a couple months back, and I was wondering if you actually got it started yet. I was <laughs> definitely going to, right, and. I hadn't yet. No, I'm not. Turns best, out I, best I, laid intentions, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I took out, took on some extra stuff at work and then I got told that I'm apparently the best at something in the company and it's not, you know, something bad. So that was more likely in my opinion. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. And so it's been, I've been very much involved in work and then, then I, I started playing a video game again. Oh, hey. <laughs> what game you played? And I had, what, I, what you play? I had uh, well, you know that that you know Ark, right? Yeah. Um it's getting uh it's getting Unreal 5 now. Holy shit. I've, and, I've been watching some renders people have been doing with Unreal 5 and it's amazing, man. Yeah. And so I've just been kind of like um you know, I, I I started playing it again and I remembered all the things that I wrote into like the into some of like the HTML and whatnot and the XML. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah, this is how I made this work. And, <laughs> and dude, oh my God. And so I've been, I played, I actually uninstalled it because I was spending too much time playing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I have to do stuff and I'm focusing on some things for work. And, and that's been honestly a lot of my, my time recently has been in, in those areas, but I do have stuff that I, I really, really, really want to create something because I, you know, we all talk about certain things and I think there's perspectives that aren't being right uh, that, that people don't really, I don't, I don't know about care about, but I think there's certain perspectives that people don't feel seen. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I like, you know, trying to bring some of those, you know, to light into the forefront and to say, hey, this is how this is actually, you know, important to, you know, 
this person or that person in some form of perspective. It's like in, in my life, the fact that, you know, like uh, I, one of my, one of my downfalls is that like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right all the time. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Ian Malcolm. Such humility. And, and, uh, but one of my, one of the things is like, when you know a lot about a subject and somebody else is just learning it, what is the one thing you want to do is to say, oh, save them from their fucking pitfalls than having to like find out the hard way for things, you know? Yeah. And the one thing that I've kind of, you know, figured out is with that, as a person is going through it, they likely know something that I don't know. Right. And, but beyond that, even if they don't, then they definitely have had a different experience with it than I have. Yeah. And that is what I've, I'm trying to like kind of bring forward into some of these things to where, yes, this exists in this way and whatever subject it might be, but there's a different perspective that a, a call it like a normal, if you want to conversation wouldn't go to that I, I think is really important. So that's what I'm looking that's at. That's cool. Yeah. I'd let me know when you start, uh, start, start up with it, you know, asterisk if. If, if, when, <laughs> yeah, there it is. I'm still doing the outcast X stuff. I'm having a lot of fun with that. I only put out like one thing this week and I'm not going to beat myself up over not putting out something like two things a week or something like that, because I've learned over the years. Like if you start like adding these bullshit, you know, I have to do this or I have to do that with your hobby, you start to not like it as much. So. Yep. I've got a bunch of stuff recorded. I just have to edit it. And editing's the worst part of the job, man. It's the boringest part of the whole fucking thing. So anybody that wants to content create, you'll spend more time editing than you will like doing the fun part, which is the actual talking and hanging out with the people. Mm-hmm. Everything else is going to be the lead up to it, the technology you need to get together to make it work. It's going to be what you're going to add in after, how you're going to post it, what you're going to put out there for keywords, all that fun shit. Nope. Yep. <sighs> It is a, it's a beast, man. (laughs) But the stuff that I usually make, the script is the, is, is the most fun. Yeah. You know, because I make a lot of those things that are already like pre-produced. I know that's something that is, you know. It's anathema to me. How dare you? Yeah. (laughs) On this, on this channel, it's not a thing, right? Uh, No, even the Outcast X stuff is like right off the top of my head stuff. And if it, if it comes out later that I said something stupid, I just cut the whole fucking segment out. I'm like, that was dumb. Right. And so, yeah. And Which is why me, I don't do anything live. You know, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of the things that I have, uh, I have my face isn't on camera yeah. because I like people to watch and enjoy the things that I do. And, <laughs> uh, when I do that, the, uh, I, you, well, you have to have something on screen. Right. And so going in and, and yeah, you're right. We used to do like, you know, this, you know, this show that was live like once, once or twice a week, even over at like divine disbelief. And I had like an entire intro a bunch of times and I would write this intro. The, the Marvel one was my favorite one to write because it was just so much and so many, um, so many little, uh, you know, little things that you ha- have to know Marvel in order to like to catch Get some the of them. Yeah. It's kind of like Ahsoka. You have to know about clones and rebels and stuff, you know? 
and Clone Wars and, and all that and stuff, And the Night right? Sisters and all that shit that Dave Filoni yeah. put out there into the world that if you haven't watched Dave Filoni, you're going to be like, what the fuck's going on? Right, exactly. Exactly, yeah. And to where I mentioned all these things, and writing that, hey, Benny, writing that was super easy. Do you know what wasn't? Going and finding it and then putting it into something <laughs> and then making it where, like with me, using like, you know, uh, like Streamlabs, not, you know, like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, most of the time OBS, right? I use a right. different version of it, I guess. Well, yeah, like but, it's basically a, it's a kernel of OBS, yeah. whatever it is. And all of this stuff and then putting it in and because even if it's live, putting it in in the order that it needs to be inside of like a slideshow right. or inside of something that is like, yeah. And, and it takes a lot of time. Uh, Boy, as, as you said. <laughs> and, and yes, Going in and, and saying, okay, I'm going to go in and look at this audio that I have written 17 or they've written and recorded 17 times. And Susan can tell you about this too, where <laughs> then go in there and find there's that one break where you went, huh? you know, and be like, cut this shit out. And then you got to re- listen to it again and make sure that it doesn't sound like, like a you're bad just cut. doing a hard. Yeah. yeah <laughs> yep. Like you're doing this stupid cut. And then make sure this lines up perfectly with what's going on the screen. And it's like, yeah, you spend hours more, uh, you know, doing <laughs> the, the minutiae really afterward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just so you fuckers can enjoy 13 minutes. Yeah. And on top, on top of that, I spend an inordinate amount of time looking at like how the waveform looks to try to make sure that things aren't peaking the way that they shouldn't be or cut. <laughs> Guys, it's it's a hobby and it's something that I love doing, but if you've never tried doing it yourself, you you people honestly that listen to podcasts need to take a moment and appreciate that either that podcaster has a producer that does a lot of fucking work for him or you got a guy that's that's a just rabid fan of making sure audio quality sounds good and spends the money and the time to learn how to use this shit like I don't use my audio editing thing nearly as closely as like I've seen people like writing entire albums, like using the same software that I've got. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it works for them. <laughs> I'm glad they can do cool shit like that. But I use Reaper is what I use for my audio workstation. Oh, okay. But I have waves. So. But there's and there's still people I know that started off podcasting same time as we did, and they still use Audacity. Really? And I'm like, oh. hey, I'm like, if you can work. make it work for you, that's great. but. Yeah, I use uh, so I use Audition, obviously, but I have Wave Central, and so it puts it on like a mod. Right. And the stuff that I can do, Susan can tell you the stuff that I can do with some of like the uh, the or that I'm, not that I can do because it's not like somebody else can't. Right. But the ways that we can take the software and make a person standing in the middle of a fucking tunnel sound like they're talking into the microphone right here. Right. Because I, I mean, I is. I've done I do noise gates, I do EQs, I do compressors, I do on every bit of audio that I do. And I even do ones where I will sample room noises and remove that frequency from the whatever recording that I've got, especially because no one wants to, if you don't hear an air conditioner, I've done my job, you know, cause this fucker's running loud right now. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. And that one, oh, or the and, times and where I accidentally breathe into the mic and you, I try to make sure I get those cut out and just, man, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work guys. And then, and then the, yeah. Make sure you don't hear that. Hopefully bullshit. I didn't swallow too hard because <laughs> this mic yeah, will pick yeah. that up. 
Uh, so anyway, um, what else have I been up to this week? Uh, I, uh, I had to buy a new garage door. <laughs> okay. We, we've had, we've had this house for, Oh God, 14, 15 years, almost like right now. And it was a house that was built like a, like eight or nine years before we moved into it. So the people that had it before us, they didn't really use the garage that much. Cause they were those kind of people that just kept junk in their garage. Like I had to help them move mm-hmm. out and cause it was family I had to help them move out. And I'm like, how the fuck do you people live like this? You know, whereas <laughs> the guy did a uh, elevator installs for like the Otis corporation. And so he was, anytime he was on the job site, the, he'd ask them, Hey, we all, we have this excess cord that we're not using like a uh, pop recording that we have. Can I just take that home? And they're like, yeah, we don't need that. So over the eight years that he, he worked there, he had a pile that was like four or 500 pounds of copper cable just chilling on the floor. And I had to help him load all that shit into his truck, man. They did not take care of this house at fucking all. But anyway, I had to get a new garage door and that's um, with a garage door opener. And, you know, it's Utah, so we want to make sure it's insulated. So that's a, that's like four grand that I had to just pull out of my ass that I don't have. You know? <laughs> and you think to yourself, Oh, surely it'll be here like really soon. No, they have to fucking order these things. And so it's like four to six huh. weeks for them to come and do it. And I'm like, God damn it, man. Really? Yeah. Cause yes, yeah, cause the, the industry still haven't fucking recovered from COVID man. See, this is why you should rent right, right? here. Yep. I'm just saying right now it's better to rent. And especially like, I don't know that it ever won't be. Right. Um, Last year, I was eighteen thousand dollars for an air conditioning slash uh, furnace. This year, it's garage door and opener. Next year, it'll probably be roof. And boy, those aren't cheap either. Because <laughs> I keep telling my wife, I'm like, "There's no way we're moving out. We can't possibly buy another fucking house anywhere. The interest rates yeah, don't work, and there's no way that we're going to be able to afford a down payment. Just no, nope, nope. Yep. And I tell you know. And Susan and I, we do, you know, uh, we have like moments where, uh, you know, it's like, okay, how are we going to do this, you know, to kind of get by and stuff. Right. But it's not like, but we're, we are Portland. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like that's to say the, that it's not that we don't like, you know, make money because like I mentioned it's, it's that the bills that we currently have, you know, are, uh, here you go. The fact that we are able to live, you know, uh, without having to worry about like, you know, paying rent, but also that we have all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want a house. <laughs> nope. Uh, I'm going to yeah. rent until I fucking die because I know I might have shitty landlords here and there or whatever. Um, but at the same time, I am, I am not, uh, we, we stayed with somebody who owned a house, mm-hmm. uh, we first got to Portland and it was a first off we 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 can tell you we know what that's like when somebody doesn't take care of their house how many times yep. we clean the shit gross uh, yeah man and you know and i'm like the coolest thing that i did at that place was take the american flag outside and drill it into their fucking uh the front of their garage upside down um <laughs> whenever fuckface was president but man no i'm i i do not envy uh, somebody Home- having to put down like kind of money. Yeah. Home ownership fucking sucks, man. If Kyle was here, he'd have my back because they're currently 
fucking up his entire front of his house because of needing to expand roads and turn and like roundabouts and shit. So, oh, you know, yard work. Some reason that I don't actually mind yard work. No, and I'm I'm one of those crazy people that I I enjoy like cutting grass. I, I I've got a Hank Hill sense of things where it's like I don't want to do flower beds. I don't want to do fucking landscaping. I just want to cut and weed cut grass and weed eat. That's all I want. Yeah, because it's like and you get to see it's like vacuuming, but a lawn and I fucking love vacuuming, too. So I'm a bit weird. Yeah, like that. I like the vacuum lines on carpet. I'm one of those weirdos. Oh, you should. Uh, corgis equal. <laughs> try to get me away from carpet. Uh, <laughs> and let me tell you, like, like going and first off, their house was so hilarious because um, they. They had these like four or five evergreens and they were small, but they were all right next to each other. And I was like, well, some of these are going to die. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how do you live in Oregon and not know how fucking evergreens work? <laughs> it's like, it's like, I realized that we're the beaver state. Okay. Uh, but like there's trees on the, on the goddamn license plate, man. And it was like the funniest shit. Yeah, they're right up against the toys. Like they were, I, you know how you make like a windbreak or whatever yeah. with these kinds of trees, right? Okay, yeah. So they already had a fence. So wish granted on the windbreak. You're welcome. And and then they put these trees like literally on the six fence, to eight basically. inches away from the fence, probably not even just, just, if they were eight inches, you know. And and then like from the taint, right next, yeah, they were just <laughs> right in there, you know, and right next to each other. That's called a callback and, for people that listen to the entire thing this week. So you're welcome for that. There you go. <clears throat> and I was like, we would the ones that took care of the yard. That was that was us, you know. And I like I said, like you said, I like doing that. You know, they had yeah. um, uh, it wasn't even a, uh, I don't think it was even like a powered lawnmower. Yeah. Uh. It was, it was super, if it was, I don't remember. Um, but like, I'm the one that bought the stuff to use in the yards. Like, and like, yeah, this is, this is how you use this. And this is how you actually, you know, pull weeds. And this is how you, you know, trim stuff because they just didn't, and I'm sitting here going, this is the kind of stuff that I like to do. Right. And they didn't, they didn't know how slash didn't want to. And I was like, God, if this was my house. Cause it was a nice house. Uh, I'm like, if this was my house, man, I'd be taking a little better care of it. I guess the, right. the wraparound porch was amazing. <laughs> those, those are really fucking nice. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, overcast, iHeartRadio, stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends without word of mouth. We'd have never become the show that we are today. What you doing in my waters? Just taking the air, you know, not fishing. Well, then how come this hook's in my head, fool? It's nothing to do with me, sir. It's attached to your rod, mother lecker. Don't kill me. I've got so much to give. Easy now, fuzzy little man, Peach. Hmm? You ever drunk Baileys from a shoe? What? You want to come to a club where people wear on each other? No. I'm going to hurt you. Moving on to the news, here is our first item that we have out there. I don't know if you know who the uh, the Genesis Two Church was. Have you ever heard of these people before? Um, it rings a bell somewhere in my my vacant brain, but I don't remember exactly. Okay, so they were the. It was called the Genesis Two Church of Health and Healing, which uh, 
if you ever hear those words in that kind of order, fucking run because <laughs> you just know it's fucked up. It's like roads road to Wellville, fucking like sanatorium shit, where like you're gonna get twenty ounces of hot yogurt sh- shot up your ass like every day. You know, go watch go Good watch time. that fucking movie, dude. That's that that movie's a blast because Anthony Hopkins playing fucking Kellogg was just a fantastic role for him. And Matthew Broderick was still young in that one. And uh, God, who else was that? Dana Carvey was Kellogg's like illegitimate son. It was just a fucking dirty little rat bastard. It was, it was a funny movie, oh. man. It was like dark humor. <laughs> that I need to watch. Good flick. Because um, it talks about like the Battle Creek fucking places that were like the, you know, pseudoscience bullshit that they used to sell to people in the 1800s. Like. We'll make you better. You'll we'll teach you never to masturbate ever again. <laughs> yeah, I know those kinds of things. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this family, uh, a Florida man and three sons. Yes, it's a it's a Florida man. I I love any story that starts with Florida man. That had a business that was masquerading as a church, and they sold more than one million dollars of a deadly bleach solution that they claimed that was a miracle cure for COVID nineteen and other diseases was sentenced on Friday to several years in prison. Good. Federal prosecutors in Miami finally got him. Mark Grinnan, who was 66 of Bradenton, Florida, and one of his sons, Joseph Grinnan, 36, were sentenced to five years in prison for conspiring to defraud the government, while the other two kids, uh, Jonathan and Jordan, 37 and 29 respectively, were sentenced to 12 years and seven months in prison for defrauding the government and contempt of court. The Grinnins poisoned thousands of people with their bogus miracle cure, which was nothing more than industrial bleach. Um, The U.S. assistant attorney who prosecuted the case said in a statement, they targeted vulnerable people who were suffering from life-threatening illnesses who were desperate for a cure. So basically, these are the people that were like miracle mineral solution is what they tried giving people. And it was a. For some reason, heavily tied into Christianity, like a lot of people that were Christians at the time were buying this product left and fucking right. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's um, that's yeah, it sounds like like colloidal silver and stuff, right? Yeah, this one is um, like it's not uh, it's not sodium hydroxide that that this one is. It's like I can't remember what it was, but it's a a different kind of bleach that's more more mellow, but you still don't want to be drinking it. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Hey, don't worry about injecting it. You just drink it. Yeah, and it's not you know? not like you're taking horse dewormer or anything like that either. So yeah, it's it's completely different. This is actually a cure. We promise. God, people like yeah. So if you uh, want to know what kind of people these guys are, they did represent themselves in court. <laughs> oh, hilarious! That's that's a great way to fail. Yeah, good old pro se. You know where you obviously cannot have any kind of. Uh, there's no such thing as uh, going back and getting the, uh, oh, what is it when you ask for a do-over in court? <laughs> An appeal. There you go. Yeah. There There's no is. appeals if you're pro se, man. You don't get that. Mm, it's your own damn fault. <laughs> so the sentencing kept a three-year-long case, which they were accused of selling the treatment online under the guise of a church called Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing, which uh, Grennan, Mark Grennan had co-founded. The product, they said, could cure COVID-19, Alzheimer's, diabetes, HIV, AIDS, and leukemia, along with other serious diseases, said the prosecutors. The solution contained sodium chloride. There we go. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there it is there. And water, which becomes chlorine dioxide when ingested orally, said prosecutors. Chlorine dioxide is a strong bleach used for industrial purposes. 
So in 2019, the FDA began warning the public against using this product, according to a criminal complaint. When the coronavirus pandemic began in 2020, the Grennan started to market that as a cure for COVID-19. Prosecutors filed charges against them in July, I'm sorry, June of 2020, and they were indicted the following year. This glacial palate, the glacial way that the court systems work in this country needs to be overthrown, man. We got to... We got shit on backlogs so far. Like all those dudes that are in Rikers waiting for their day in court that have been there like two years in jail when they haven't even done anything. Yeah. Oh, Oregon. We're the worst in the country at it. Well, the, the PP, the Portland, Portland police bureau. Bureau. Yeah. Fucking guys, man. Yeah. Wait, wait, I thought you guys burned that down. Isn't that what happened with the We actually we burned Portland to the the ground, not just the police bureau. The entire city. All of it. And rebuilt it in uh three years. And it looks exactly the same. Imagine that. That's amazing. It was just like just like, you know, with just like with like the uh the the the, uh, the Book of Mormon, right? Where you rebuild it and it's the exact same thing over and over again. Right. Sorry. No, you're fine. The church's website described itself as a non-religious church, and Mark Grennan had said that he founded the church to legalize the use of the dangerous treatment, he said. Uh, That's why a priest can give a kid wine in church publicly and not get arrested because it's sacrament, said Mark. You can't arrest us from doing one of our sacraments, he said. That's... They got him, though. That's an interesting defense. (laughs) And it says here that the Grinnins marketed the product to vulnerable customers through a book, radio station, and newsletter in which they cited Bible verses, according to prosecutors. I thought you said non-religious church. Yeah, non-religious. Mm-hmm. They manufactured the solution in a dirty, rundown shed, said Jonathan Grinnins' backyard in Bradenton, uh, Florida, where investigators discovered in 2020 dozens of chemical drums containing almost 10,000 pounds of sodium chloride powder that could produce thousands of bottles of the solution. Investigators also seized firearms, including a pump-action shotgun. No, I don't really fucking care about it. Uh, yeah. A memorandum in uh, support of the pretrial detention prosecutor said the family in 2020 had threatened to pick up guns and investigate a wake and instigate a Waco, alluding to the 1993 siege in Texas. You're not uh, dealing with balanced individuals if they're going to claim we're going to do another Waco, man. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Do they even have like a cult following though? Because you can't do a Waco without a cult following. Uh, the Grennans were also the. There was a lot of people that were clamoring for this fucking product though, even though it was like killing certain people. <laughs> yeah, because they were giving this to yeah. kids, man, and like making them shit out their whole insides. It's gross. Yep. So in August, a Utah man was arrested on federal charges for selling another baseless COVID nineteen cure. After three years on the run, the authorities got him. And also, let's not forget that. Uh, uh, Letitia James from what is that the Tish? Yeah, from New York, the DA from New York. Yeah, managed to get. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! I'm I hate blanking on names, but the uh, the guy that the the preacher dude <laughs> that got arrested a long time ago lit out of prison on a technicality. Can't remember his name for some goddamn reason. But he was selling a COVID nineteen cure, the the mineral solution, but it was the uh, colloidal silver solution that he was selling. Yep, and Alex Jones was selling some of that kind of stuff too. He was selling like a uh, a, <clears throat> a gel that was like used for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, Jim Baker. Uh, so I was thinking of Jim Baker. Yeah, Jim oh, yeah, Baker. Jim, and he's still out. Um, yeah, 
doing that doing that stuff. Yeah, he's talking about AI is going to lead us to Satan. No, that's one of his things that he was talking about the other Maybe. day. Maybe. Like, cool. I guess we'll see. I mean, the thing is, is, uh, you know, the guys weren't wrong with, now it's not a good defense to use like the Catholic Church because you, if you're not Catholic, you're not getting away with things like they do. But like, um, you got to have deeper pockets, man. Yeah, you're not a priest, and although you did murder children, um, you, you you're not them. But it, but it's not it's not a bad uh, it's not a bad thing to say. Uh, yeah, uh, so they get to give alcohol to children, <laughs> I, you know, and we don't, you know, what about us? Why can't up, we do that? <laughs> yeah, that your defense should end at wait a second. They get to give alcohol to children. Nothing to do with me. I'm just saying. You're letting them do that uh, just in general. Like, hey, I, look, you know, I know I fucked up, but can you get yeah. these guys too while we're at it? <laughs> I feel like there are more of them doing it that are that are giving alcohol to children and saying that it's somebody's blood, by the way. At least we said it was something that can help you. Yeah. They're saying it's somebody's goddamn, goddamn vampires. Like, hey, there. look, we may have killed one or two kids out there in the world, but the number that we have raped is zero, you know? Yeah. <laughs> God. I, and, and, and I don't mean to make light point, of it, but fuck, man, there's still people that support the Catholic Church and yeah. and the fucking Boy Scouts after everything. Yep. At and this, the Mormon Church as well. Jesus Christ, like it's everywhere that there's organized religion. There's a giant system to cover up people fucking diddling kids. And it's wrong, man. Yeah. And I know we're uh, definitely going to get to that. In, in a you know here yeah in a yeah bit, we're gonna like, move into that but th- these are adults that get messed up in this situation yeah. so um and it's and it, but it's like uh why aren't we doing this to priests right you know like on a on a regular i mean i know why but like on a regular basis why are we not saying okay these people are going and actually giving alcohol to children because they are uh it's it, that's not a bad comment to, you don't make it to in order to make yourself try to look good aren't you calling them groomers? but like <laughs> yeah you know like uh they're what do you think they're, they're talking they're sex with to, kids because that's what the preacher was supposed to do for a lot of these families is that they tell you that sex is bad okay yeah yeah and there you go that's the thing what about ism uh with the catholic church that's not a great defense like but the catholics do it yeah okay that's like saying <laughs> donald trump did it so let's talk about the, how low the bar is now I mean, if Donald Trump gets away with most of the shit that he does because he is going to continue to get away with it, I should be able to get away with it, too. You know? Yeah. That dude that was sharing docs on his fucking disc, like, top secret documentation on fucking Discord with his Minecraft buddies is in, like, federal you're not seeing the light of day prison until his trial. Yeah. Meanwhile, we find out we find out Trump told an Australian cardboard cardboard box maker intimate details about u.s nuclear submarines like their range and their fucking like payload Mm -hmm. to that guy like he had he doesn't have in the industry guys that's called need to know and he didn't have it he didn't have the fucking need to know yeah uh this is he wasn't read into a fucking skiff to see that he wasn't fucking indoctrinated into these things no nope this was he's just but he's going to get away with it. All yeah, he fucking um, will. Yeah. Probably president again. Because that's America. Yep. Welcome. 
Welcome if you haven't been here before. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not accustomed to it just yet, yeah. Look, guys. Well, if the corruption we the hasn't black, weirded you out yet, you know, just give it a couple yeah. of years. <laughs> we we had the black guy. Okay, that's enough. Apparently, that's enough forward right. momentum. We're stopping here and we're dragging it all the way back. Straight reverse. So Tim Ballard, as we've talked about oh, on the show before, he's in a he's in a lot of fucking trouble. <laughs> He's still planning on running. I'm actually glad the movie came out now. He's he's trying to run for uh, Mitt Romney's seat still. He's still trying to think that he's going to get into there. But, I didn't know he was in your state. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, he's a Utah guy. Yeah, that, the, the the LDS Church loves loves Operation Underground Railroad, or that should say they did. They did love OUR because they were doing everything they can to save God's perfect little children. You know, that whole tried and true way and with multi-level marketing that Utah is pr- primarily susceptible to because it's fucking a confidence game. And if you go to church with somebody, you obviously think they are a good person and you trust them. Uh, yeah. Which is why people in Catholic churches get, never mind, moving back to the yeah. Mormons. Um, yeah. <laughs> So there were a lot of people that were fundraising for OUR because they thought they were doing good things and all that other fun stuff that you can only do to fleece people for their money. And it was basically being used as a shell corporation that the money would come into this nonprofit. He would pay himself a salary and then they would use contracting from other companies that he also owned to pay for services like and, you know, that's basically money laundering at that point where you could, like, write up whatever the fucking charge was for somebody to help you do this one task. You know, I need a special unit to go with me to this city. They're going to arrange all my travel for me. They don't have to buy it at cost or cheaper. They're going to buy it at whatever price you need them to be to make that money go over into that fucking account. You know, yep. money laundering isn't on the isn't in the indictment that he's facing right now, but it really Imagine should be. That. So. The uh, the former the founder and former head of the anti-trafficking group Operation Underground Railroad, whose heavily fictionalized exploits were the subject of this summer's surprise box office hit Sound of Freedom, which was an astroturf movie, guys. It really wasn't that popular. Correct. I mean, it was, but, you know, it was also rich people buying up tickets to make it seem like it also money laundering. You know, it was it was the it was the University of Nebraska football um, sellout streak. To where no, the boost <laughs> the boosters bought the tickets that were left over. Yeah, to make it seem like it was going to be a full house. Yeah, okay. I've been there. <clears throat> so he has been sued in Utah's third district court by five women accusing him of sexual misconduct. The Utah news outlet KSL, which was owned by the LDS Church, just letting you guys know that out there that. They own their own news organization. They have their own bookstores. They have all. They have everything you need to live within their own ecosystem. It's amazing how shuttered people are in this state with information. That's what. That's how cults work, right? Dude, information silo is the LDS Church. That's, that's exactly what yeah. it is. So, um, an accompaniment uh, of press releases issued by their attorney Suzette Rasmussen reports that additional suits are likely to be filed by more women in the coming month. The tragic irony is not lost on these five women, said the lawyer. Uh, Tim Ballard literally trafficked them for his own sexual and egotistical gratification. In the suit, this is where it gets really good. The women, who all live in Utah, 
who filed the suit using initials to protect their privacy, accused Ballard in detail of coerced sexual contact. The suit alleges that Ballard and or the co-defendants, and there's a bunch of them listed on this one, <laughs> there's a whole lot of them, have committed sexual assault and battery, conspiracy, fraud, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and outrage, and, ex- and a- a- accuses OUR of failing in its fiduciary duties, asking for a trial by jury and damages in an amount to be proven at trial. The central allegations have to do with the so-called couple's ruse, is what he would call it. Mm. So these people would want to... Uh, sometimes you'd get volunteers that would want to go and do missions with OUR to try to get kids out of uh, sexual slavery or, you know, brothels or in strip clubs and stuff like that. Makes sense. Not, not all of them are people that wanted to do this stuff. They were people that were working for the organization and he literally had headshots and he's like, this one, bring her, bring this one to me. <laughs> Basically. Oh yeah. He's, he's a fucking creep, man. So the uh, the couple's ruse that we're talking about here, which is described in the suit as a tool for sexual grooming, uh, since the allegations of sexual misconduct were first reported by Vice News and Utah journalist Lynn Packer, Ballard has insisted, for instance, in a late, lengthy Instagram video, don't go watch it, that the couple's ruse in which a male undercover operative is accompanied by a female one posing as his wife is simply a tool to rescue children and keep operators from having to engage in the sexual abuse of alleged trafficking victims. So he would get somebody of the opposite sex away from the United States in a foreign country. Yes. And say, you need to play the part basically of of us being a couple. Cause you never know. They could be watching us and making sure we're, we're actually a couple. We need to have chemistry. I need you to play your part for me. So in reality, the lawsuit alleges that Ballard used it to select women with no paramilitary training who he knew were devoted to the anti-trafficking cause and invite them on missions. At that point, the suit alleges, he would begin insisting that he and his couple's ruse partner had to build physical chemistry with full traffickers and would begin inviting them to shower together, participate in couples massages, tantric yoga, and lap dances on Ballard's lap. Several of these allegations were first reported by The Blaze last week. The Blaze. The Blaze. Yeah. Glenn Beck's good buddy, Tim Ballard. He threw him under a fucking bus, man. Let me tell you. This was Tim. <clears throat> Glenn Beck is so weird, man. <laughs> he, he has like some good qualities sometimes. I think Glenn realized like, oh shit, this guy's been abusing kids or not abusing kids, but abusing people. And I need to get the fuck away from this as fast as I possibly can. You're saying Glenn Beck is not a Republican? <laughs> yeah, absolutely is. That's what this is. This guy's anathema to Republicans right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll see how many Republicans actually, you know. Right. So uh, the Blazes founder, conservative media personality Glenn Beck, also founded the Nazarene Fund. Okay, that's why. Also founded the Nazarene Fund, Glenn Beck did, where Ballard oh. was CEO until this summer. He's been kicked out of OUR longer than that. But he's been running Beck's fucking fund. Mm, okay, this makes sense. TNF, the Nazarene Fund, and Beck are not named in this suit. Uh, Ballard left OUR this summer following an internal investigation. Usually when they give the CEO a chance to back out, that means that they... You, everybody, you know that they're not backing out to spend more time with the family. It's like any time a congressperson goes, I need to spend more time with my family. Shut the fuck up. No, you... 
they don't care about you and they're not going to start. You know? Yep. Yeah. This was the, uh, the thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Like defensive coordinator or something. It's having, you know, uh, taking a mental health break. You're just waiting. Or is the Chicago bears? Sorry, Pittsburgh. My God, don't come find me. Your team is going to finish 500 this year. Uh, well, this is the same thing that Dennis Hastert did too. Where he's just like, I need to, yeah. I need to get out I'm of gonna, here. <laughs> I'm going to step back, you know, uh, gotta have it's a mental health thing and come to find out there's like all this shit going on like there was one one there was actually a rumor it was really funny that like the fbi came and researched like at you know chicago with the, i guess <laughs> at the stadium or some shit yeah that apparently didn't happen but it was almost that where you're like yeah i'm certain it's a mental health break sure so the organization has been investigated for allegedly misleading donors and lying to the public about their work, and that investigation was closed in May with no charges filed against anyone with connection to OUR. The suit also alleges that Ballard pressured women into going to strip clubs in Salt Lake City with him, which there, there's a few. There's not very you many. Those? Yeah, they're not. Okay, I don't know if the rules have changed, but the last time I went to a strip club was for my brother's bachelor party. And if you go to a regular strip club, they have to have pasties and underwear on if you're getting drinks. If it's a non-drinking club, they can go full nude. Um, Utah's fucking the, weird, dude. <laughs> that's you. You would you pay more when you're drinking. Yeah. Right. And and don't like sex workers in in Utah uh, get like um, have to pay taxes as well, right? Yeah. Like yeah, okay, they just so, have to pay still. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Don't your, try your to make sense weird, of it. man. Yeah. <laughs> like it makes sense that Portland has the most, you know, uh, strip clubs per capita in the right. country, which is true, by the way. Uh, there's like a few things you need to know about Portland: rain, trees, corgis, strip clubs. You know, basic stuff. <laughs> yeah, bunch of, you know, a bunch, bunch of liberals. This uh, but like, classy establishment I went to is called American Bush. So just let you know. <laughs> They have the best names. Strip clubs have the best names. Dude. They really do. And there's a piece of shit that runs the other ones, Northern Exposure and Southern Exposure, because it's depending on what part of State Street you're on, you know, <laughs> in Salt Lake. Like all you see on this side. And I'm sure, man, I'm sure there's ones in Ogden, too. Ogden's the uh, the more eclectic town where, you know, the, the skin, the skin shade is a little bit darker than white, you know, so. Salt Lake's cool like that. Ogden's cool like that. But like, there are certain suburbs where it's just like white. It's just like Provo. <laughs> yeah, dude. Provo. Provo special. Fucking hell, man. I've been to Provo. It makes a lot of sense that one of BYU's colors is white. <laughs> okay. So the uh, let's see. We were talking about strip clubs. Uh, supposedly to practice couples ruses, where he would ingest alcohol in pills. On OUR's dime with donor money. Ballard is a devout Mormon, the article states. Members of the LDS faith are instructed to abstain from alcohol. And uh, they would say something along the lines of, well, he has free will. He can do what he wishes to do. But the thing is, like, in their doctrine and covenants, you can, because I've been reading a lot of Mormon shit lately. It doesn't say (laughs) anything about, it says no hard drinks. So, like, no hard liquors. But you can have... Drinks that are like made from barley. And I'm like, that's beer. That's obviously beer that they're talking about there. But like, you can't have like whiskeys and shit. What is that? Like 8%? This is five. Oh, so it's just malt liquor, basically, I'm sure. 
Well, it says brewed by Green Rebel Brewing Company. That's in Ohio. But like, I'm actually, it is amazing to me that there are no ingredients on the side of this can. Uh, we get those. Some of those like, in Utah, like you have to have them on there. So I was wondering if that was the case, like in, in, in other states, like do they have to put on what's in there? Because this is like, it's almost, it's not quite a cider, but it's also like not a beer. Yeah, he's drinking so a hard I, Mountain Dew for people not watching on video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, zero sugar, though. So, you know, if hey, you're... Uh, I'd be there for it, man. Yeah, what's, oh, what's, it, is, it is a malt beverage. You are correct. There you go. Because that's, that's, a, that's an easy sugar to get. So It's got artificial sweeteners and it can be sold in California because it only has FD&C yellow. Yeah, there number you go. Five, not hey, uh, red number five. I want to let everybody know out there that your favorite liquor all starts out as a beer. Just letting you know. Yeah. Beer is a general term, not the German term where it's like it has to be yeah. with hops and stuff like that. You know, hey, Bia is a thing. I'm just saying B-I-E-R. It's matters. It's, it's, it's still great, but like do. you still have to boil a mash to get the sugars out of it. And then you introduce back mm. like not bacteria, but yeast to it to get the alcohol. So and then yep. you boil and then you, you distill it to get the alcohol you, you like. And you serve it warm. God damn it. American beer being cold. What the fuck is wrong with this I mean, it needs to be a couple of degrees below room temperature, not like. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. It's not 70 degrees or anything. <laughs> not like a hot beer. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all serving. There, actually, there are some that you're. I mean, obviously, you know, sake and stuff, but like, yeah. that's not beer. But like, American, you're like, yeah, let's go get this out of like the freezer and drink it. And I'm like, yeah, when, when Coors introduced the color ready cans where like they turn blue. <laughs> I'm like, like this if is your drink sucks so tool, fucking what? bad that you have to drink it nearly frozen. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm going to what is the thing where it's ice and I can't taste it? I want to make I'm going to make my liver the Titanic. What is it? Hold on. <laughs> fucking ice Turn into ice. <laughs> anyway, that so. Was, oh, yeah. The train, the train changed colors, not the mountains. Thank God. Susan, <laughs> how much Coors Light did you have? <laughs> I didn't. That's been on X. We're so old. <sighs> Man. Anyway, so Ballard's a Mormon. That doesn't mean he can't drink, but it's, they're instructed to abstain from it. Got it. The suit alleges that he told the women that if they, if they had to drink alcohol in these situations, Ballard told them to take the drink and then kiss him on the lips and spit the alcohol into his mouth, and he would spit it out when the traffickers weren't looking. Instead, Ballard just ended up drinking all of it to excess and says that he missed a speaking engagement several weeks ago because he was, it alleges, drunk and missed his flight. We're talking like a quarter million dollar speaking engagement that he missed out on because he was too fucking hammered. <laughs> I mean, good for him for, you know, having a good time, but uh seems uh Yeah, there's, there's like a 90-page document you can go read about this whole thing that I'm going to include in the show notes. That I, I suggest going and reading the whole court filing because it's wild. Uh, let's you see. Know I'm going to read that now. Thank you. Why, <laughs> why do you put more on my plate? The suit names a slew of co-defendants along Ballard, including uh, Operation Underground Railroad, Children Need Families, which is an adoption grant organization founded by Catherine Ballard, his wife. And uh, I primarily try to get kids into the LDS church as well, but um, that has nothing to do with that. But um, the Spear oh, Fund, yeah. which is a new anti-trafficking group, which Ballard started up. <laughs> what yeah he got kicked out of our so he started like a different one 
Oh, we have a pastor like that here. I'm gonna pastor I'm gonna make a pastor I'm gonna make a church with blackjack and hookers is what he's basically doing with this one. I mean, I'm not against that. I'll join. <laughs> Let's see what I'm else. Saying, would you not? Come on. No, he says he's a senior advisor, not like the owner or anything. But no. Liberty and Light, which is an organization that appears to be the entity behind the Spear Fund, and three Utah shell companies that have been associated with Ballard. Rockwell Group Incorporated, Deacon Incorporated, and Slave Stealers LLC. What? Yeah. That's a thing. That's a thing. You can <laughs> you can look up pictures of like him having like the organizational structure for OUR in the background one time and it lists all of this like everything tied together and how the money moves around. I'm like, you took a picture of your criminal fucking enterprise. <laughs> it's not criminal not because that, like, that's how fucking like, corporations work in this country, but you don't. I thought that we had learned that. Here's the thing: besides the fact that slave stealers can mean so much, um, you <laughs> never, ever, ever make uh, create an organization that the that the acronym is SS. I thought that we had agreed that that was the thing not to do. Yeah, you don't do the double right? H's. You don't do the. <laughs> yeah, there's a few that you just don't do. Right. The only way you could do an H and, is if you put like an ampersand, well, not ampersand, but like the and sign in the middle of it, you know, because then it could yeah, just yeah. mean happy and hungry instead of Heil Hitler. You know, that's right. <laughs> but also the thing is, um, just saying slave stealer honestly gets the idea that they're they're um, the the using the word phrase or the word slave takes the, you know, humanity right away from the enslaved person instead tor- turns and it into a empty vacuous corporate fucking shell company so yes exactly <laughs> and it's just like okay this actually all makes sense now yeah they don't actually care he doesn't actually care about doing the things that he was put into a movie by jim caviezel <laughs> no when jesus plays you you know your life is fucked up there's a there's a saying that goes around if you ever watch a or listen to q and on anonymous podcast they a lot of people that have dealt with Jim Caviezel in the background. Yeah, QAnon Anonymous podcast. They talk about the shit that we, you and I pay way too much fucking attention to. So, Wait, hold on. Why is it not Q Anonymous? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you missed, missed a fucking opportunity there, didn't you? No, but they, they did a whole episode talking about Jim Caviezel. And like any anytime that anybody gets like wrapped up in like his world, they, get, they, they call it getting dragged in the, the vortex. <laughs> i will never call that guy anything but jesus i can't help it man jesus caviezel is what i've called him for the longest fucking time he's not jim <laughs> oh, that one works but i'm like i mean to be you know to be fair to, 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 he's he's not a bad looking guy but also a horrible you know, fucking actor was, but yeah and also yeah to give to, <clears throat> now i will do this too to give sorbo some credit he actually is a good actor. Okay. I'm frustrated. Right. Like, we're not talking about Hercules. <laughs> Hercules gets a pass because that show sucked, man. It, it was did. all about Xena. It was all about fucking Xena. Everybody loved Lucy Lawless. Still do. Still do. Fucking yeah, charming person. Okay. Uh, let's see. The suit also names members of OUR's board and Janet Russon, who's the purported psychic medium that they used who provided them with intelligence used to carry out ineffectual missions for OUR and who was the suit says complicit in Ballard's abuse. They had a fucking psychic on, on payroll. Amazing. So they'd be they're They're being grifted as grifters. 
Yeah, and they would go on these missions to try to find certain missing kids by using the psychics. You like saying, "I have a feeling they're over there in that room." Ooh. So did they, did they already have the information? <laughs> and they were just like, because this is an amazingly like it's becoming more and more clouded as it goes along. Oh yeah, this it's is like wild. How, man. The, how did? Because it's like, how the fuck did they have the information that this person wasn't obviously correct? <laughs> In our right? chat, someone says, what about a psychic small or a psychic large? <laughs> <laughs> no, and the thing is, like, she claimed to be in contact with the spirit of Moroni. Or it was either Moroni or Nephi. Can't remember which one it was, but a Mormon prophet from way back in the non-existent days. You know, <laughs> because they didn't exist. Yeah. <sighs> so, the suit alleges that Tim Ballard began claiming that President M. Russell Ballard, which is a one of the powerful figures in the church's uh, Latter-day Saints quorum of the fucking 12 apostles, had, um, had given Ballard permission to do the couple's ruse as long as there was no sexual intercourse or kissing on the lips and had given him special priesthood blessings as such. So this was endorsed by one of the fucking members of the 15, you know. So that's you have the you wow. have the president, his two like advisors, and then you have the the twelve apostles. So, so there's fifteen fucking bigwigs in the LDS church that run the whole fucking thing. So the church did not immediately respond to a request or for com- for a comment on either this or the claim or the suits claim that Ballard has been excommunicated due to the couple's ruse. But in September, it issued a stinging rebuke to Ballard in a statement to Vice News saying that. He had betrayed his friendship with President Ballard. The two men are not related. It wants to make sure everybody knows that. The church said that Ballard has used the apostle's name for his own personal advantage and activity regarded as morally unacceptable. And while the church didn't specify at the time what morally unacceptable activity was being referred to, that language is usually used to refer to sexual immorality. Okay. The suit also alleges that Ballard would tell the women that Janet Russell, the psychic, had told him that they had been married to them in a previous life, so their conduct was appropriate. What? Yeah, the psychic was used to tell the victims that Ballard and they were married before. And, and... In the pre-existence, because Mormons believe in a pre-existence before being brought to Earth. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mormonism is weird, man. It is weird. <laughs> uh, Russin has pre- previously declined to comment on her time at OUR when reached by Vice News, and she told us she signed an NDA precluding her from speaking about her work there. Not when it's involved with a fucking criminal investigation. Guys, you don't know how NDA... Nobody understands how NDAs work, man. Yeah, non-disclosure nope. agreements only pertain to stuff that's not being brought up in fucking criminal cases. Jesus, man. That doesn't mean like I could. I'm not going to say I'm going to be quiet the whole time. It's because they don't want to, really. BB-8. <laughs> a well, Susan, when Susan got me this little cup holder, right? So it's actually this is a mountain. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Oh you, no, it looks like a uh, looks like a piece of wood. That's like it is, it is wood, uh, and it's it's, it's, it's a it's a coaster that he's holding up to the camera, folks. So yeah, sorry, I have a coaster and it's Lewitt, and it's like a, it's a topographical map of Lewitt, which is oh my god. Mount St. Helens. I refuse yeah. to call it that because Vancouver named it that and the motherfucker never even came into the in, left and, and got off the boat. Um, ah, volcano. And, <laughs> and so Susan got this uh, 
And for me, and I was looking at the uh, the thing, you know, on the back that you put, so it's nice and uh, fork, you know. So yeah, thank you. And it looks like uh, looks like BB-8. So if you don't know what BB-8 looks like. I, I can't help you. It's like it's, two it's circles. A, it's a it's, like, it's a hemisphere on top of a circle, not sphere. So there, there you go. It's a, it's a it's a partial snowman. Semisphere. Semisphere. Hemi. Hemi. Semi. I don't know. It's a it's an eclipse. It's half of a smaller right smaller sphere of on top of a bigger sphere. And it and it somehow and I can tell you that I don't know how the fuck it works. It somehow operates and he's able to like go across, you know, and be, you know, and, and make his little noises and stuff that were made by the director of the film. Somehow, because I have a goddamn BB unit, I do, and it does not work like that. So let me <laughs> tell you, the motherfucker doesn't work like that. And I'm, he's making like R2 noises and everything because he keeps falling the fuck apart. So however <laughs> they were like, so and all that shit. I'm just, sorry. Go ahead. Bu- buckle in for this one because. Okay. <laughs> so the suit also alleges that Ballard would tell the women that if his wife, Catherine, Catherine were to die, he would immediately marry them. That's almost like every person that you've ever had a, a, a cheating relationship with. <laughs> Okay, we also have, which is the one of the most jaw-dropping parts of the allegation, the suit alleges Ballard of issuing prophetic revelations while he was receiving ketamine treatments. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? So he would, it, it was alleged that he would talk to the dead prophet Nephi, there we go, the guy that never existed, oh. and issue forth prophecies about Ballard's greatness and future as a United States senator President of the United States and ultimately the Mormon prophet to usher in the second coming of Jesus Christ. This guy doesn't have an ego problem at all or anything. (laughs) Wow. It's almost like it's surprising they made a movie about him. Jesus Christ. The suit alleges that Ballard would give the women burner phones to communicate and insist that they regularly delete their messages with him and would tell the women that he was tracking them with those phones. He also alleged to have told the women that they had to stay silent about their sexual activity in order to save children. What a piece of shit, dude. (laughs) There's a, and then, you know, and and I can't, oh, the amount of abuse that's going on in these things too. It is astounding that, and the, the problem is like a lot of these women, I'm not blaming victims here, but they're members of the LDS church. And so they're told that by divine revelation and command from members of the church, especially when you got one of the fucking quorum of the 15 telling you that yeah. you need to, uh, you need to do these things because we're saving kids. You know, it's okay. We'll give you special blessings for this, you know? Yep. That's just causes I mean, them to get fucking more and more abused, man. Yeah. That's how fucking cults work. Yep. The suit alleges that at least two marriages were broken up due to this conduct. Uh, he Ballard offered to pay for the divorce attorney for one of them and that he had his, a henchman call and threaten her husband on a voice message. So not only abusing the wife, <laughs> abusing the husband whose wife cheated on him because of him. So he had henchmen. Yeah, he had henchmen. You know, this is meal team six people. Probably sure. I'm. Um, I can imagine the suit doesn't detail who the supposed henchman was or what the outcome of the investigation was because there was a police investigation, but they probably swept that under the rug mm-hmm. because Vice News has previously requested police or incident reports with the in the jurisdiction where he lives mentioning him and has been told by authorities that there are none. Hey, imagine that, that you get a guy uh. that thinks he's going to be the next Mormon prophet and all fucking police reports disappear. 
Isn't that amazing? What a, what a crazy thing to happen in Salt Lake City. <laughs> this, this fucking state, man. This place is wild. <laughs> the suit is the latest in a swift and stunning reversal of fortune for Ballard. Long a prominent figure in anti-trafficking circles. And in Utah, more broadly, it was filed on October 9th, the day before Ballard was supposed to be announcing his bid for Senate uh, because ah. Mitt Romney's leaving. One of Ballard's biggest supporters in the state, Utah, Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes. And this guy is a gigantic piece of shit in the state, guys. He is one of the worst fucking people I have ever had to put up with his shit in our state. I mean, I haven't had any personal dealings with him, but man, he sucks. Because... <laughs> He's like a sycophant for this guy. Like he's wearing like the full kit. OUR protecting, like rescuing kids with a Glock that has like gold plating on it. Talking about saving kids and shit like that. This oh guy. Yeah. Gun guns are saving kids. Well, and Sean Reyes was also like a, one of the producers of that movie. That came oh, out. So, well, that makes sense then. Yeah. an attorney general hot night lifing or what is it? Uh, uh, moonlighting as a fucking movie producer. So, Cool. Well, not as bad as Ken Paxton. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, what do you, where do you think those police reports would have ended up at? You know, who would they eventually mm-hmm. have reached? Yeah, the fucking attorney general. Hey, it's amazing what, like, a guy in that much power that is a friend with another guy that's also being run by the church could do when all three of these things meet together. Coincidence. God damn it, man. So Ballard hasn't responded to the lawsuit. A representative did not respond to a request from the news from Vice News, a uh, comment from Vice News, and so on and so forth. There was a press release that came out from Sean Reyes. But I'm not going to read that one because it's entirely too long, and I don't fucking care <laughs> enough about hearing right. why he's going. I was never friends with this man, you know, is basically what the whole thing reads out to me as. But there was, uh, from Salt Lake Tribune, a second lawsuit against Tim Ballard announced this last week. Uh, against a uh, the guy where it's a, a new suit which her hus- in which her husband is also a plaintiff comes on the heels of the one filed on Monday. So Monday, lawsuit one, bam. Wednesday, lawsuit number two, bam. <laughs> and there's going to be more because people are, have fucking seen the vulture circling and they're like, cool, let's pick the bones. Let's fuck this guy, you know? Yeah, that's how it goes. Thank, thank goodness people finally, I'm not saying got the courage to, but, you know, they they finally decided to potentially put their lives and their their families in danger by coming forward with this stuff you know it's Mm -hmm. it sucks that we let rich people get away with shit like this way too fucking off so uh the new suit um are suing for general and economic damages including lost wages they're seeking a jury trial according to the lawsuit they're also going for punitive damages against all defendants in the amount sufficient to punish them and deter them and others in similar situations from engaging in such conduct in the future. Damn, they ain't settling for shit. So this is the same lawyer for this one. So two lawsuits from the same lawyer now. (laughs) He making that as lawyers like, yeah, I'm making money too. All right. So she expects that one or more of the other accusers will come forward, but uh, the impacts that might have on families makes it difficult. This is a very sensitive and private matter for these individuals having to deal with a lot of painful trauma, so on and so forth. Uh, Mr. Ballard vehemently denies the allegations brought by these unnamed women, and he looks forward to vindicating his name in courts where evidence and not unsubstantiated accusations in the media determine the outcome. Did did you notice it? Did you notice what it said? (laughs) By these unnamed women? Why don't these little women come forward? Why don't they let me know which ones I need to beat up, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you give your names, huh, women? 
Yeah, that's how that's why they always write that shit like that. And it's again, this is about the couple's ruse that we had out there. So on Wednesday, the attorneys for the Spear Fund, where Ballard is now senior advisor, said in a statement that Ballard denied the allegations. So, yeah, I think he's opposed to regardless, but still. The woman making the new claim says that she acted as a scribe when Ballard would receive ketamine treatments and use the prophecies about how he would become a U.S. senator and so on and so forth. We talked about that bit already. The suit says that the women, uh, the woman that was engaged when Ballard asked her to join operations and she eventually followed him into his new organization after he left in June. Um, she alleges that he promised to double the salary she made working at OUR, but according to the lawsuit, he did not pay her. Oh. Yep, that's uh, there's your lost wages, and it's gonna be even better if she's got evidence to prove that he said I'll pay you double. You know, yep, and yeah. he didn't pay me a goddamn cent. As part of her supposed training on operations, Ballard convinced the women to simulate sex with him while both were clothed. Hired escorts to come into his room. Hired masseuses who he encouraged to touch her sexually and convinced her to post her own photos on an escort site, supposedly to gather intelligence. Fuck this guy, man. God damn. This is some top G fucking bullshit that you're getting. Like, this is that goddamn. Oh, man. I hate, I hate dudes. I like, yeah. I hate the fact that I share a sex with these guys because fuck, that's terrible, man. She said that her time with Ballard created a strain on her marriage and she and her husband are separated. Uh, Ballard said he would put a bullet in his brain if she left him. According to the lawsuit, one, if you leave me, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt, I'm going to hurt myself. You know, that, that, I, I, that uh, sniveling bullshit line that you get guys saying all the time, you know, I can't stand that kind of abuse, man. Yeah, neither can I. So we'll, we'll wrap this up pretty quick. Uh, let's see. He alleges that he would use OUR funds to drink tequila to the point where he'd pass out. Drink. He's a basic bitch right there. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. probably drinking. probably not even good tequila either probably well shit you know not even like uh some good patron or anything like that it's it's going to be some garbage you know it's going to be garbage oh yeah that's all he knows <clears throat> and the same person uh said that i think someone should investigate the attorney general for fraud and sean reyes propped up tim ballard and made him the world's leading expert on child trafficking so his involvement was basically given ballard a veneer that he didn't deserve <laughs> Damn. It lent him a lot of credibility and attorney general is charged with protecting the consumer from being taken advantage of. So when the attorney general is out leading the charge for a nonprofit, it makes the public think this is a safe organization I could donate to. Fucking a man. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And he had to know something. And it says here that Reyes's office has saying that he has no knowledge of how, or if his name or title have been used to add credibility to the misconduct alleged in the complaint. Motherfucker, what? you would like and in, in, like introduce people. <laughs> Didn't, wasn't he wearing like his? Fucking... Yeah, some bullshit. Okay, man. well you're welcome. There, there you go. There's the video. Not like it matters. If allegations are true and Reyes knew of this, he wouldn't have allowed his name and would have strongly condemned such actions. Shut up, man. Uh-huh. You got caught yeah. fucking red-handed supporting a sexual creep and an abuser, and now you're going to be like, I, he's not my friend. No, nope, I don't know him. Yeah, he's pulling a fucking Donald Trump. I bet you anything. No, there's, there's text on Sean's phone about this whole thing where he's like, uh, yeah, I can't believe these ladies are coming forward now. <laughs> fucking bitches is the exact same kind of dude, bro bullshit you would hear. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody mentioned Andrew Tate, too. And I'm like, yep. Yep. Thank you. 
the same same it's not the exact same type of abuse, yeah his was the romeo lot. method you know where he yep. would get them in by like claiming he was going to love them and be with them forever and then trick them out god damn Mm-hmm. So on Tuesday, Reyes said the allegations should be taken seriously, but he hopes he, they do not detract from the need to stop child trafficking. Oh, fuck you, dude. You don't care. Well, and there's the uh, there's that one artist that makes like all the Trump paintings that that were the uh, I'm trying to remember the dude's name and I'm terrible with names tonight. I can't remember. Him. But he did one for Tim Ballard as well, where he was like on a, the under it was a physical representation of like the Underground Railroad. Where he's walking on a railroad carrying a child wrapped in a flag. <laughs> that was one of the things that I didn't like about the name of that organization anyways. Yeah. I mean, because Underground Railroad actually means and stands for something. Yeah. Uh, and it really does. And people risk their fucking lives to help people out of slavery, man. Yeah. This one is... Not like you, where it's like... We're going to make a fucking reality show off of this, of us pretending yeah. to go to a country to rescue kids from shit. Yep. Especially when it comes out like this, it's like, man, I had Frederick Douglass bitch slapped the fuck out of you. Yep. So that's all I got for the I, news. That's enough of that. <laughs> well, I don't want to hear any, yeah. I don't want to bum anybody out any yeah, further. <laughs> so, all right, let's move into homework. Let's give some people, I don't have any funny news for you guys out there. So we're just going to detract and move on to, um, at, at least the guy is going to be facing some sort of consequences now that he's facing multiple lawsuits and hopefully there's more that comes out and I'll be reporting them to you as they come up because fuck oh. this guy. He's a fucking monster. He's a monster and he needs to do some time, but rich people in the pocket yeah. of LDS people. I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen in the state, but that about does her wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sassafras? Anyway, uh, homework. What have you been up to, man? What do you uh, What do you suggest people watch or listen to or play or anything like that? You got anything um, well, that's been grabbing mention, your attention? I did mention that uh, the, the Ark Ascend Ark Survival Ascended is coming at the end of the month, supposedly. So it's going to be on Unreal 5. So if you play that at all. And that game has been out since uh, 2015. So it's coming up on eight years. And they're finally, next year, hopefully, going to have Arc 2. Um, what else? The Oh, yeah, I'm reading. I got a book that I'm reading. I've been actually, well, this is a book that I reference more than anything now. But I actually, I tipped... One, if you've if you have heard of him, one Pelagia, off on this book. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Years back, um, because I told him that I thought that uh, some of the things that were written by like some folks in like the first and second centuries, I thought they were they were, uh, you know, not real. And uh, Candida Moss is a professor. She was at Notre Dame University. Now she's I don't remember where she's at now. But uh, she called the. I used to talk to her on Twitter quite a bit. 
Oh, the myth of persecution. There you go. Nope. Yeah, if it'll, get it'll it'll the disappear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there, get it on my face. There it is. There you go. Called the myth of persecution. And it's uh, how early Christians invented a story of martyrdom. Uh, huh. You know that time? You know that time that Nero murdered all the Christians? Yeah, no, he didn't. What about the, uh, the the lions in the Colosseum thing where they were fed to the lions? Is that another grandiose made up story? Yeah, huh. yeah because uh, it's almost like uh... illegal. <laughs> yeah. Christianity was illegal for all of 20, 24, 25 years. FYI. So there you go. Uh, Constantine did not do anything about it. In fact, he liked it. He liked it so much, he became the holy fucking like emperor, man. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. He moved, and so he moved the headquarters to fucking Constantinople. <laughs> yeah, you had east and west, and it was like this is mine. And so all this bullshit about uh about like Paul being like martyred and all that shit and being murdered by Nero, it's all false, you know. And uh, this book, because the book is a few years old. Uh, yeah, this is back when she was at Notre Dame. It's a few years old, but like nobody seems to know about it. And nobody seems to know about Candida, uh, you know, uh, Candida Moss. Let's see. I think it's back in like this, the mid 2010s that it came out. And it was, it's a really good book. And I reference it every once in a while when I'm talking to people about how dumb it is that we just automatically go, yeah, all these people got martyred. And Paul and, and Peter was uh, crucified upside down. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So that's I don't really focus much on uh, on that stuff anymore, though. Yeah, uh, it becomes very tiresome uh, <laughs> because it's not just research. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's also it's, it's also stretching back like 18, 1900 fucking years ago. And it's kind of hard sometimes to bring stuff up from yeah. points of time like that to modern times and talk about it. It's like, well, mm-hmm. our best evidence that we have of this is this. And then you have to look into what that is if they didn't do it in the book. You know, yeah, a good research book shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to do a lot of after work for it. but. Yeah. yeah. And saying something is definitive from 2000 years ago is uh, that's what religious text does. Yeah. And that's why it's like, if it is difficult to identify and pin down Ptolemy, it is well nigh impossible to evaluate the historicity of his fellow martyr, Lucius. There you go. That's just that's a random fucking paragraph that I just pulled out that makes perfect <laughs> sense, considering the context of our conversation. Right. And so that's what actual historians and scholars will say. And so I'm, that's what I'm reading. You should go, if you care at all about, uh, about the historicity of things, or if you want to talk to people that you know and, and give them something that they can read that's not, I also, because mo- most of the stuff that I read is like, you know, smaller word, like smaller text, yeah, like smaller font. This is not, this is something that a, 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 it's, it looks uh, readable. <laughs> yeah. A normie. Is that what they're called? <laughs> I'm not good at that phrase. I don't actually know what the, what the, like the name necessarily means because I've been called that by communists. And I'm like, I don't like certain parts of communism. It, it, means, I'm, I'm, it means that you're not as big of a fucking nerd as they are. That's what a normie oh. is. Okay, cool. So yeah, if you have some like normie Christian friends and family, they can read this and understand it. I mean, it's got the name of Polycarp in it. They won't know who that is. <laughs> we do. They don't. 99% of people don't even know who the fuck that was. I don't even know who so. that was. <laughs> and yet he's super important to Christianity, but they don't know. And I am so unread on the Bible. So I am. I can't help Mormon, it. Though. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I see. I don't know. Like, I know about, you know, the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints and how they most like don't like to be called certain things. Yeah, they don't like being called uh, Mormons anymore because the current yeah. current trending 
or I'm sorry, the current president of the church is like, no, 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 don't call us that. That's mean. That's rude. Even though the guy before him, like 10 years before him was like, started the I'm a Mormon, you know? Yeah. Thing. <laughs> New or casual. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so they get, they, they, back in the seventies, yeah, if like you're not a giant fucking nerd, them. that's exactly what it means. You know? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so back in the seventies, right. They said black people are okay. Is that still a thing or have we reverted uh, back? No, they, they, they still allow them to have the priesthood as of, I think 74, 78. I can't remember what year it was, but they finally got okay. priesthood. Then, you know, the magic, the magic hand powers that they get from their books, you know, Okay, just making sure, you know. Because there's two different priesthoods you get. You get one, which is the Melchizedek priesthood. And then the other one is uh, the Aaronic priesthood. You have the Machiavellian one. and Melchizedek. I know who Melchizedek is. Okay. Uh, Like, it's not the Nebuchadnezzar powers, you know. Basically that one. Okay. Okay, so one of them was, like, the powers that everybody got when they joined the church and got baptized and everything. And then Joseph didn't like the fact that everybody else was having the same thing. So he's like, I'm going to come up with a new power level that you get. So that's when oh. you develop like the OT2 level if you're a Scientologist <laughs> nerd. So it's like you have, now you have like, you know, your Captain America powers, but then we're going to give you a little bit more because that's what you need in yeah. order to be better. We than want you to else. feel special, you know. And the church continues to do that to this day with a thing called Second Anointing, where basically doesn't matter what you do on or what you do on earth because you've already been guaranteed you're going to be uh reaching the highest level of exaltation in in after your death basically selling um, selling fucking uh what is the catholic church thing where they they you can buy indulgences there you go yes yeah we'll pray we're, for you you have donated that. enough to the church and you've done enough for the church that we're going to give you a fucking free pass you get in you know yeah, congratulations. Peter already knows. Tell him we said hi. So now you can <laughs> fuck the pores. You can make as much fucking money as you want and not uh, give it back to people. But we, we still expect 10%. Yeah, we, we, we want our money. You better give us our fucking it's, cut, loser. <laughs> yeah, otherwise we're telling somebody and don't you fucking make it happen. Yeah, so come follow me. On- come follow the Outcast yes. X stuff because that's, that's what I'm going to suggest people to check out. Uh, I sat... And I watched an entire 24 episode series arc of an anime show that most people probably wouldn't care about. It's the fourth season of uh, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon? It's the terrible title, but I like the Love fact it. that it's a it's a story basically about how gods live on the earth and they create like groups where they go into the dungeon dungeons to battle things, you know, and it's I'm it's all it's fucking shonen anime. It's all fucking power scaling kind of stuff where like. People just keep getting infinitely more and more powerful the more hard things get. And it's but this one I I had to watch it all because it's just like there was the whole are they going to live through this? Because I, I know they will, but at the same time it's like fuck, they're getting the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> and CG in anime has been has had a long and storied like, dude, that looks like shit for the longest time. And now it's starting to get to the point where it's like, oh. Well, that looks really fucking cool. The only way you could have done that is having CG. <laughs> so it's a well, good show. Works. It's a good fucking show, man. I uh, I didn't know that a like, fourth season was out. So I, I found out it was there and I'm like, cool. I'm going to be spending my entire fucking night watching four hours of this. So <sighs> we, we finished Ahsoka yesterday. Oh, that's a good show, man. <laughs> 
that was I got to tell you. Um, don't let don't don't tell Susan, but I thought Ahsoka was far superior to Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, I agree. Uh, I agree. Like I did, uh, that was a uh, it was an amazing amazing show. Uh, in my opinion, I feel like that was a. If, if folks haven't seen it, I realize it's giving money to Walt or whatever, but um, like uh, it was constantly every single episode seemed to give something. And again, but it is one of those things where you kind of like have to know a little bit in advance. Yeah. First of all, you need to watch Rebels to understand who these people are and why you should give a shit about them. Second, yeah. you should have been it's watching like, Clone Wars to understand the relationship between Ahsoka and Anakin. And <laughs> Yep, and you definitely needed to watch later seasons of Clone Wars to understand who the Night Sisters were and their weird little powers that they got. And you needed to watch even more Star Wars to know who the fuck Thrawn was. (laughs) Yeah, Thrawn was like the one that. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, this she's so she's so hell bent on going to find this friend of hers that if you don't know, you know, and also how he's you know. Uh, let's just say involved with Hera, right? Right. Uh, that one's, that was interesting. I, I, season two is what now? Let me just, how are we going to see how they do things? Uh, right. And so there was, there was, it did feel a bit like of a it show. Felt like that a half a season. A nod, <laughs> not just a nod, but like a full and not a wink, but like a full, like embrace of people who, you know, had, uh, been through everything with you know all of those other shows yep and because if you're just like yeah if you're a if you're a if you're, you're a normie a normie <laughs> yes thank you if you're just like a normie you don't know what the fuck this show is about if you're a star wars yeah, normie like, and you've only watched mandalorian or not even you didn't because you didn't watch book of boba fett because you're like that's not the mandalorian i'm not watching that even though like the best episodes of that season were fucking man are only good episodes <laughs> at least okay i haven't I haven't finished Book of Boba Fett yet, from what I understand. Yeah, where you yeah. get to see a very alive Luke talking to an Ahsoka Tano and fucking raising Grogu. God damn it, what a show. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, uh, you don't know who Ahsoka Tano is. Yeah. Oh my God. That, the fight scenes in the last episode, dude. Man, what a redemption for a character that everybody fucking hated when that show, when the Clone Wars first started. <laughs> right? And yeah, the, the pardon me for saying this, but like the whiny little bitch. Yeah. Um, like, oh, I was sitting here going, oh my God, I realize this person's like a oh, child. Oh, you're talking about, you're point. talking about Ahsoka, not, not Anakin. <laughs> hey, so that was somebody that uh, just, just followed the channel that says hello there. Hey, thank you, Greenleaf17. Thanks for the follow. <clears throat> hello there. Uh, I do a pretty good Obi-Wan. You're welcome. But he does that because it's very, uh, it's very, it's not my octave. And yet I'm able to do it. It's amazing. The. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Susan, <laughs> Susan's Susan, talking about spoilers in chat, which we're not going to bring up on the show. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the and I, I am doing like my best not to do that. But the fight scenes in the last episode, dude, the choreography with those was phenomenal, in my opinion. Yeah. I or, just wonder what's going to happen with the mercenary non Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, the I don't even know what the fuck he is. He's not even a gray Jedi, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But it seems like there's a whole fucking universe that they're going to go into now. So that's cool. Yeah. But who are they? What about Ray though? Um, not Ray, but you know, like what are they going to do with this character? You know, like how do you, you can't cast somebody else. Right. I, I guess you can. It's star Wars, but like, 
you know what do you what do oh, you do oh that's right that the point? guy like, the guy that played Balin died at the end of uh, after the season like he recorded this and he passed away yeah he, yeah this is the last thing that he was a yeah, part of Ray Stevenson yeah thank you yeah and it's like cool because that shot at the end with him right on top of you're the like okay giant fucking yeah. Lord of the Rings <laughs> statue yeah, so many Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah where you just like you're sitting there going. He actually, because how many times did he reference it in the show and the in the series too, where he has like his own journey he's going on, right? And that's like setting up a whole fucking other show, if you will. And then it's like, but what do you do at the end of this? It was, it was such a, it was a really good. Uh, I like it. It was, it was really, really good. good. Show. Loki's back. Yeah, Been watching was, that too, so go watch that as well. But <laughs> is it? Is it? I've. Oh my god! I've heard. I've heard good and bad about it okay did you like the uh the little kid from the goonies that played data who's also in yeah. uh he's yeah. he's in this season so that was like my uh he was like my little my little, my at, little least, at least i think that's him movie. i can't remember if that's him or if it's the uh i'm pretty sure it's the same actor yeah i, I thought it was the kid yeah. from uh heroes at first you know the 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 time traveling kid from heroes you ever watched yeah. heroes that was a terrible fucking show yeah okay yeah thank you and so I'm, I'm, I'm uh, thinking about it, but I, I have, cause I saw I was on Disney plus and I'm just like, I was, because I've seen like I, all the reviews for it and they're mixed. I just want them to, I want them all out now so I can just watch it and not have to go. Oh, motherfucker. You're making me wait till next week. <laughs> worked with Ahsoka though. This yeah. is like the one I think that it worked really well with, uh, with that, with that. Cause there was actually like actual tension built up to that. Or with like Loki, you just go, okay, well, I know who's going to survive and who's going to die already. Yeah. Um, well, someone in you our, just see it. Someone in our chat is asking, what do you think of the new Mario voice actor? Are we talking for the video game? I haven't heard the new voice yet. Are you talking about Chris Pratt? Because fuck no, him in well, general. Well, I mean, fuck Chris Pratt, but I mean, I'm not talking about the movie Mario. There's a new Super Mario Wonder coming out, and I don't know who's doing the voice in that. So it's Chris not going to, if it's not going to be the original. Um, I'm going to miss that voice because he retired. Well, he retired oh. from doing the voice. He's still going to be a brand ambassador. And I'm, like I said, I'm terrible with names tonight, so I can't remember his goddamn name to save my life. So I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. It's not him. I don't like you it. Know, it's a me, a Mario. That guy. It's a me, a Mario. Yeah. I, I, um, I like Luigi's voice better. I think it was the same guy too. Yeah. Charles, um, Charles Martinet. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. The, uh, the, like I just I'm a purist, right? I'm like Jurassic Park and nothing else type thing. Star Wars <laughs> is called Star Wars, not a new hope, right? Like I'm a purist and so therefore I hate it. I haven't heard it. I think it's awful. Well, and, and Charles Martinet did a good job in the movie, the Super Mario Brothers movie because he voiced yeah. a handful of people in that one as, as well, especially Mario's dad, which I thought was kind of cool, you know. Yeah. With the thick Italian oh, accent, so important. But I did, well, you uh, also had Charlie Day playing fucking Luigi, which was actually a pretty good match. I mean, everybody did well except for like Chris Pratt. I'm just like, I can all I can hear is Star Lord. Like you don't have any mm. range, homie. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That's the thing. He's like Will Ferrell, except also just bad in general as a person and everything else too. But like. But no, I, I, yeah, I do I, judge I have, people on their religious wackiness. You know, <laughs> it's important to do that. I think, yeah. and but as I, as I mentioned, I don't like the new Mario voice just based on principle alone. So 
That's that's how I that's how I roll right there. Right. Oh, it's a different person doing it. I hate it. <laughs> I'll give it a chance because it's Mario, man. It's, it can't be that bad. Like, like they don't use the same link every game, so I mean, I'm not going to be hung up on a fucking voice. Yeah, but I'm not like I'm not really big like Zelda guy either. Yeah, I so. bought the, I bought the new Zelda and I've put a couple hours into it, and I'm like, fuck, I don't care. <laughs> it's just. I'm like, it's, I need a quest to save, to fight Ganon and save Zelda. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, I don't, to- I don't mind open world, but I'm getting kind of burnt out on it. You know, That's all everything is right now. I, I miss like dungeons leading to, that's why I like the Metroidvania kind of games where you need to go to mm. this area of the castle to get this next gimmick to get over to this part of the castle, you know? Yep. I, they need to. My it makes me feel like I'm is, solving a problem, even though I know it's basically on fucking rails. It still makes me feel like I'm like, ah, I'm smart. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. If they would, if somebody would give me a mixture of, like, I can build down into the planet. So like, but not like Minecraft style, although right, not bad. But I want like realistic, right? Uh, like like seven days to die type mechanic <laughs> someone says bro all right people think link's name is zelda <laughs> yeah yeah we're in america people can't count to five right um and mix that with like arc and i want that i want dinosaurs and i can build everything but i want to be able to dig down into the ground as well and i'm like open world that and give because you know arc does have an actual story right. arc but still womp, womp. um <laughs> Yeah, that was that was not gonna land. And uh, you know, but I need and I and I can build everything. I can build fucking castles up to the side of cliffs and everything, and that's great. I want to be able to dig into the ground. Give me that with a storyline with open world, and that way I can build my own shit as well. Right. You know, okay, yeah, hundred percent. I'll do it. I'll I'll play it. I'll, and I'll probably play it way too much and forget about work and Susan will get mad at me. And uh there That's you how go. it was with uh uh Baldur's Gate three. I played the fuck out of that game till I couldn't anymore. And I want to go back and play it some more, but fuck, I can't let my, I can't use as much time as I did on that game. I like in two months, I put like 120 hours into it. I can't fucking do that as an adult anymore. <laughs> Dude, I do not want to tell you what kind of time I spent. Oh my God. Right. And, and, oh, I, and I built an aircraft carrier in the game raft. Okay. Yeah. I want to see somebody else have a larger boat than what I made in the game raft. <laughs> Oh, also okay. looked amazing. Last, like eight different levels. I got to send you a photo. Last, last uh, game suggestion I want to give to people out there because I didn't give anybody anything. Uh, I, oh, sorry. I've, been, I've been starting to play a game. Uh, everybody knows what Dragon Quest is, right? Or Dragon Warrior is what it used to be called in the States before Enix finally was able to use, call, call it Dragon Quest. Uh, they, have a, they have a game where it's basically Minecraft, but it's Dragon Quest. So there's a story to it. And there's a point to what you're actually doing in the game, but it's a lot of like, uh, dig this thing up to build this thing that you need to help these townspeople out. And it's a really fucking clever, cute, and fun little game. It doesn't take a lot of my attention. It, it, I've grinded away hours playing it, just building shit. And I'm like, fuck, this game's like catnip. Because <laughs> I love, <laughs> I fucking love me a Minecraft game. But Minecraft's biggest problem is that it doesn't have any fucking story, man. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, that's something that also like with myself and Susan to where right. it became like, yeah, there's no uh, there's no actual like story to this game. And let's see here. I have so many hours in arc. 
<laughs> oh my god i don't know how many hours are in a year bob in our chat says I... he has sixteen thousand hours in the elder scrolls online dear god <laughs> but this is okay, his retirement well... that's what he's doing for his retirement right now is that kind of stuff oh well, good living the you. life I man know. getting high and playing eso and fucking star citizen as much as he possibly can <laughs> I have like everything unlocked in it because I'm looking at it right now too. Right. And I wrote wrote like scorpions and spiders out of the game and shit. You know? <laughs> I had to, man. I couldn't not. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen any spiders in Dragon Dragon Quest Builders Two is the game. I didn't even give the fucking name of it. So good game. Anyway, I, always, I go to look first. I go and I check, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Do they have an arachnophobia mode? Because <laughs> if they don't, I won't play it. Welcome, yeah, fucking Star Wars on Kashyyyk. Fuck you, stupid game. Is that one? Star Wars, uh, <laughs> uh, Jedi Survivor, Jedi Survivor. Yeah, uh, no, wait, what was the first nope. one? Is that no, it's yeah, Survivor it's got, Second. Uh, what's it's the name? first one? Cal Kestis, but I can't Kestis. remember what the first one was. Yeah, uh, now they have the second one too, and they're like, "Oh, you should play this." And I'm like, "No, uh, uh-uh. I got lulled into the sense of it was a, a good fucking time, and I had a goddamn largest spider on the fucking universe jump on my back and something, and I threw my fucking phone across the room. I'm good." Sorry, I was just no, you're good. That actually, happened. I had to take it into the other room. Susan was asleep and I had to hand her my phone without looking at it so she could turn it off. That was a, that was a thing that occurred. Bro, people be, are it. so toxic that if people say that they're friendly one million times, then they, they would still kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nabisian yeah. says he has 1400 hours in Elden Ring. Jesus Christ. I like that game, but not that much. <laughs> oh, I have, I have more than that in Ark. <laughs> I think I have that much uh, in Minecraft, actually. I have 47, oh, I, 47 days or something like that, so quite a you bit. Definitely do have, <laughs> you definitely have more than that. I've been, I've been to your Minecraft server. And yes, just, you definitely Yeah, and I, start, I started another one, too, because I'm like, okay, I'm bored of this one. Let's do a new one. I've, I've saved I, it, of course, but it's not gone. <laughs> you know how many fucking, how many arcs I have and how many things that I have, like, in seven <laughs> days to die? Yeah, and I've like, got... I just go... I've reached a point in this new game that I'm in where I'm like, nothing's a struggle anymore. I've got everything I need. Time to start a new one. <laughs> right. Susan only has Susan only ha- only has 337 hours. I have zero oh, hours all? in Elden Ring because I don't have it. <laughs> there you go. All right. We're, we're going have... off into the fucking weeds. Let's uh, let's put a wrap on this one. Let's... Okay. What so... is mine? Oh, 1,248. That's Jesus how many hours Christ. I have in Ark. <laughs> So anyway, that's it for the Utah Outcast, everybody. Hopefully you uh, you enjoyed that. We we went off a little bit in this last last thirty, just talking about shit that we're into. And honestly, I think that's a reason that a lot of people come to find us because it's not just depressing ass news. I feel like we needed to give you something that's a little bit better. So, <laughs> and I don't know why I'm laughing. I just nervously laugh all the time. It's gotten me into trouble a couple of times. So why are you laughing? Right. I can't help it. <laughs> I do. I do have one final question. It's that Arthur Fleck you- thing from fucking Joker. You know. Oh God, yes. But do you think anything's going to happen to Ballard? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think. I didn't think so either. I don't. I don't have no. any any faith in our court systems in the United States anymore. Uh, people that people that should celebrity. people that should face consequences for their crimes don't, and the people that are brought into jail and on small crimes end up becoming bigger crimes, and we don't actually let people move past their time that they served that was in prison 
We still hold that against them for their entire fucking lives. You know, once a felon, you're always going to be a felon. You can't ever get a good job anymore. You know. Yep. And uh, that's why we should criminalize homeless people. (laughs) Tell them to go get a job. That's where that's where we're headed. So, guys, I'm putting out the information out there. Make sure you follow. Make sure you hit our discord and all that fun stuff. Uh, That's it for us. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Let's see. That means episode number 429 is officially in the can. And remember, everyone. You're welcome. You don't have an outro? Finger business. No, I, I, I've never <laughs> had an outro. Never, not once. How dare you? Not, not a single time. <laughs>